Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Yeah, I am doing it. You go, Mumford. That was just a little taste and a free advertisement for Othership. It's a great breathing app that I use, all different types of breathing. That's how I started my day off in bed this morning. I thought I would just share that with you. Happy New Year, everybody. Even though I'm recording this two days before New Year's or New Year's Eve. Uh, Happy New Year. When you're listening to this, it will be 2024. It'll be 2024 when this motherfucker. So hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, I just wanted to share a little uh, wacky thing that I do. It kind of sounds funny listening back to it. And obviously, I don't shout, yeah, when I'm doing it, I get into the breathing exercises. If you want to try it, look up Othership. It is a subscription-based thing. I think you can do a free trial or something for seven days. But man, it's really good. I start off my days a lot of time doing it. At the end of my day, I will wind down with some like really either some like reflecting kind of deep box breathing, or I'll do this one that's like, it's not holotropic, but it's like, it gets you high. It's kind of like a Wim Hof type cyclical breathing thing. And um, yeah, it's just really, it calms me down and invigorates me at the same time. And that's what we're looking for. These little tips and tricks and hacks to kind of get through our day and to feel better. And well, let's get into it. So it is the new year. I think it's probably the second when this is coming out. So it's literally brand spanking new into the new year. You know, a lot of people are going to be talking about what are your goals? What do you want to do for this year? And I think that's extremely important. It's always important. I have talked about how a lot of these things are kind of unreachable. Like you want to have these big goals, but you want to also have little steps to get there that are manageable, that can kind of make you feel like you're making progress, that you're on your way to accomplishing these things. Otherwise, you just go like, ah, screw this, I can't do it. So we're not going to really talk about that, but we're going to talk about some things that I'm kind of focusing on, some things that I wanted to set my sights on, and also it can kind of apply to you as well. And I was just thinking a little bit, I was pondering this morning when I was getting ready to record this, I was like, what is the lever that I can pull that kind of pulls all the other levers in my life? I think that's a really important question to ask yourself. And for me, you know, obviously it's the chronic pain thing. I mean, I'm still working on it. I've been dealing with this for three years. I've never really gotten into how horrible it's been and how like 
bad it's been for me and how like it's just basically screwed up my entire life. But um, it's been a work in progress. It's been something that I've learned a lot about myself. It's something that still plagues me to this day. But I've gotten better. I've worked on a lot of stuff. One day, maybe I'll share like all the medical stuff I've done, the biohacking, the nutritional stuff, the hormonal stuff, all the stuff that I've had to do behind the scenes to just get to a place where I'm in like a working position where I can actually function a little bit. So that's one thing I'm doing. That's the lever I am very focused on and fixated on achieving this year in 2024 is just getting completely out of chronic pain, getting back into my life because it does affect all the other aspects of my life. You know, how I show up in the world, how I paint, how I, you know, how I can't paint always. I can't always paint big stuff. I can't always paint paintings in general. I get into pain. I can't do it. So that's a lever that I want to pull so I can show up better for the podcast, so I can show up better for shows. I've taken a break from doing a lot of shows because of that. Thankfully, I've been selling my work online and I've still been reaching you with the podcast, but that's a lever that I can pull that will really just make a huge difference in every other aspect of my life. What is that for you? Let's say maybe you are a drinker. Maybe you've been having a problem with drinking and maybe that's bleeding over into your next day and it's just screwing up your mornings, you're getting up late, you don't have the you know, the presence of mind to get going. You don't have, maybe it's, you know, leading to a little bit of depression or anxiety. So maybe, you know, maybe quitting drinking is something that could be a lever that you pull that pulls all the other levers, gives you all that energy and focus that you need to do. Maybe it's, you know, getting out of debt. Maybe you're in this crushing debt right now that just keeps hanging over your shoulders and it doesn't allow you to get the painting materials or the art materials you need or doesn't allow you to get that studio space that you want. So maybe that lever is, you know, focusing on getting out of debt this year. Maybe it's just a mindset shift. Maybe it's one of those things where you're just like, you know what? I have not been confident in myself, in my ability to do the things that I need to do. And I just need to focus on every day on what are my standards? What are my new standards going to be? I'm going to raise my standards to a place where it's like, this is the only thing I will accept for myself is to do this this year. And if you can work yourself into that mindset, um, you know, through things like meditation or through whatever affirmations, whatever you want to do, visualization, and just raise those standards to a place where it's like, I will not accept anything else. That's a lever you can pull that will you know, change everything else in your life. Maybe it's as simple as you need to get your mindset right. Maybe it's these breathing exercises. Maybe that's something you can do just to set off your day with the right momentum. And maybe that's something that will be uh, enough of a tweak to get you going where everything else falls into place. You create better. You reach out to galleries better. You show up with your friends better. You show up with your collectors better. You know, all the stuff. All the downstream stuff is affected by it. It can be so many different things. So what I would recommend for you is just to get clear on what's something that's been holding you back, what's something that's been affecting everything else you do, even if it's just in a very minuscule way. What is one of those things that's been affecting you? And what's the lever that you can pull or work on pulling that's going to have all these great downstream effects and it's going to make your life improve in every aspect. So that's something that's really important, I think, going into 2024. It's not just like, I'm going to go to the gym more. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. I'm going to the gym every day. Well, okay, you may or may not do that, but let's get a little bigger picture here. What's the one thing that is really holding you back? And then we can work on kind of fixing that and eradicating that from your life, and that will have all these wonderful downstream effects. So that's one thing I was thinking about today, just in preparation for the new year. I know it's the new year when you're listening to this, but for me, the preparation for the new year. 
So what's another thing we can do moving forward? You know, there's a lot of like fear out there. I think a lot of fear of like all this change, AI is coming in, it's disrupting everything. Yes, it can be used for positive things. And I'm sure we're going to be getting into some AI conversations in the future on the podcast and maybe interviewing some people who have some knowledge in the AI of the art world. But there's a tendency to kind of blow in the wind these days. It's like, what's the new thing? What's this? What can I find out from ChatGBT that's going to make my life so much easier and blah, 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 blah. That's great. That's wonderful. But I think a lot of times there's some power in doubling down on the craft of your art as well. I think you have to kind of keep one eye open, right? Like one eye is open towards the new possibilities and the other eye is closed and focusing in on your bread and butter, which is your creative process, which is what you have to create and share with the world. If you don't have that, you don't have anything as an artist. So I'm doubling down in 2024 on the creative process, getting better and better at my craft like I've been doing for the past 20 plus years, just getting better and better, developing new ideas with the art. I think the art is what speaks for itself on some level. You know, you can do all the stuff you want with AI and getting into all these new AI marketing and, you know, ask chat GPT all the questions you want to get some like little hacks and tips on how to like get ahead in the art world. That's all great. But if you don't have the art, if you don't have the inventory, if you don't have the creative process to back it up, your ship's already sunk. You can't really, there's nowhere to go from there. So that's another thing I would recommend is doubling down on the creative process and what got you here in the first place. I know a lot of us are, you know, struggling. I've been blessed to have what eight or nine years now of being a full time artist and, and doing that. It took me a long time, as you know, to get there, to get to that place. But I am very fortunate in that way. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff for us that we, you know, I'm sure a lot of us are working day jobs or night jobs or you know, some sort of side hustle to kind of make it through. Well, let's also focus in 2024 on getting some passive income if you can. Using your art, let's come up with some unique ways to get some passive income. Whether that's, uh, you know, you got a YouTube channel, maybe you're going to get advertising on your YouTube channel if you grow that enough, that's some passive income. But another one would be, to you know, up your print game, right? That's one of those things where there's a lot of people who want the gateway into the art world, into collecting stuff. And you know, I work with art storefronts. That's my website, and they have prints and print options that are really great with everything. You can you can upload versions of your art that are print friendly that you can do on metal, you can do on aluminum, you can do G clay or whatever. You can do any type of printing you want to do. And that's just another way of getting like a a passive income stream going where you can make money while you sleep, right? People can buy these things and, and, and collect them without you doing any sort of real marketing. Now, you can market that as well. But people can come on your website and go, oh, you know what, this piece is a little too expensive for me. I'm just going to dip into some prints first and buy a print that I can frame and put on my wall. That's another way to get some passive income. You know, there's other sites out there, I mean, old sites that have been around for ages um, that have like different versions like Society6 and stuff of prints that you can do where people can buy any sort of print they want. Uh, of artworks that you want to put out there on mugs and on blankets and on all this stuff. Now, that's not right for everybody. Some people think that that butts heads with their artistic integrity. And I understand that. I kind of feel that way on some level too. I, I dabbled with it a bit. I don't really do that as much anymore. But, you know, it's fine. It's it's up to you. Whatever you want to do. If you want to make these things available on pillowcases and stuff like that, it's just another way for you to make a little bit of passive income and uh, further your goal of like becoming a professional like full-time artist or if you're already a full-time artist just making a little extra making a little extra cheddar out there you know bringing home the lettuce and the cheddar pretty soon you can make a sandwich so what's next 
Okay, so bringing it back around to the beginning to the breathing exercise. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. Uh, I mean, there's something to that, right? It sounds ridiculous sometimes if you take that out of context. But if you're doing that stuff, if you're finding something that kind of elevates your state, elevates your mood, we've talked about this before. But I want to talk about it in terms of what you're going to do in 2024, how you're going to show up. How can you use a couple little mindset or mood or elevation hacks in the form of like, not only motivation, that's what most people just use it for. It's like, I'm going to motivate myself to feel good. Well, no, why don't you use it as a a state enhancer before you do something? Let's say you're going to reach out to a gallery. Let's say you have like a big meeting or something with a gallery owner and you want to show up and you want to like razzle dazzle them or or be your best self. Or or let's say you are going to do some sort of Instagram giveaway and you're going to do a reel and you don't do those very well. Okay, well, find one of these little things. This breathing exercise that I was doing was wonderful. It's a great you know, mood elevator. Um, you know, I use the vibration plate sometimes. I told you about the ice uh, bowl that you can stick your face in, in the fridge and your hands in to do a little cold therapy. That really gets you into a quick elevated mood. Uh, maybe it's just as simple as getting up and doing some jumping jacks really fast or, you know, running around the block. Whatever it is that gets you into that, hacks your state a little bit and gets you into that elevated state, do that before you do this task. Do that right before And I think you're going to show up, you're going to find that you show up a lot better and you show up in a way that's more energetic and that's more appealing and more infectious to the person or to the group that you're trying to target. Whatever it is you're doing, it doesn't even have to be a person or group, it can be a project that you're doing, you'll show up with a better you know, energy and vibration, it's going to pour into your work even better as well. So that's something that we can work on doing. And I think you'll find that these things really stack up. Like it's not about the one thing that you are going to do, like this one gallery you're going to reach out to is going to save your entire life. It's more about the cumulative effect of stacking up these little wins. You know, you're going to look back over this year and be like, oh, wow, just doing this little energy enhancement before I do something. I, I look back and I really, wow, I ticked a lot of these boxes. I ticked more of the boxes off my list than I did the year before. So let's find ways, like you would do as an athlete or as a top performer, let's find ways to show up better for the things that we're trying to do. Because a lot of people, I think sometimes, you know, as an artist, it's easy to be like, okay, I need to do this. And you just kind of, you know, you just kind of like talk yourself into doing something. Well, I reached out to this gallery, but did you reach out in your best way? Did you reach out putting your best foot forward? And did you reach out in a way that made you come across as your best? And I think these little things can enhance that. And things really do stack up to something kind of powerful. So that's really it for today. I just wanted to share a few things uh, going into the new year. I know it's uh, January 2nd. You guys might still be in a food coma. You still might be hungover or whatever it is that you got up to on uh, New Year's or New Year's Eve. But you know, just trying to put our best foot forward here in 2024. That goes for me and it goes for all of you out there. I got some exciting ideas that I am toying with in addition to all this stuff that we're talking about. I'm really challenging myself this year to do some really 
unique and new stuff kind of outside the box. I got some ideas that could be affecting, you know, not only me and my art and my family or whatever, but also my audience. I'm going to have some things that I'm working on, I think, that could potentially benefit the audience as well. So stay tuned for all that. Looking forward to, you know, some great guests as well in 2024. Looking forward to getting out of chronic pain. What are you looking forward to as far as pulling that one lever that I was talking about at the beginning? What lever is that? I want to leave you with that. Ponder that. Figure out what's one thing that you can do. What's the first domino that you can push over that pushes down all the other dominoes? It's something that's important to do. As always, when we start a new year, let's get focused on something that is going to make this our best and most creative and most productive year as artists. Thanks for listening. As always, everybody, looking forward to making this the best artistic year yet. Take care out there. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I'm hyperventilating. Hold it. Squeeze it. How good as hell are you feeling? I squeezed too hard. Passed out. I do feel pretty good, though, now. Have the most lovely day. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.